Hey, fellow Stock Guardians, it's Horame, founder and CEO of Stock Card. And today is one of those special days again. I have a special guest on the podcast and on the show. Um, he is the man behind one of our latest portfolios. And it's a special portfolio because he focuses on penny stocks. And I am super excited to talk to him. Without further ado, let's get into it. Leo, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so glad to be here and I'm so glad to discuss penny stocks, something I really like, I'm really passionate about. Thanks for putting this time aside. Let's just dive in. Tell us what made you excited about penny stocks? What is that journey from the day where you were not investing all the way to like the day you just realized, oh, I am very passionate about penny stocks and I just want to invest in it. Walk us through your journey. Yeah, so my journey actually isn't too long, in all honesty. I've been investing in the stock market for about a few years now. And one thing that really got me interested in the stock market is just a simple fact of creating passive income and making money while you sleep. Uh, something that a lot of people strive to do, and it's something that you can do while just investing in the stock market. I actually got started right before the pandemic. So I got into the stock market I got a Robinhood account and I really started diving into everything that is about stocks on my own. I've been, I was researching, I was reading a lot of books, I was reading a lot of articles, watching a lot of uh, YouTube YouTubers talk about their opinions and what they think about the stock market and certain different stocks. So I got into it about, uh, that would be December uh, 2019, right before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I had invested a decent amount of money, um, just maybe like a thousand dollars. And um, I bought some stocks. I got some Microsoft and over the next few or over two months in a two month period after investing for the first time, I was making money. And I was really, I was really passionate about, it. I was really stoked about it. But then the pandemic crash happened in March of uh, 2020 and that completely changed everything. It really changed my perspective on stocks. And it was during that moment, I was like, wow. I mean, I literally just lost like half of my money because I put in uh, just a few months ago and this pandemic happened. But on the other hand, it also opened my eyes that there was a lot of good opportunities in the stock market, especially small cap companies, in order to make a decent amount of profit and long-term gains. Yeah. So it was during that period of, uh, during that pandemic shutdown, um, March, April, May, where I really started, I really started diving into small cap companies, and I really liked researching these companies that not many people knew about. I mean, it can be, it's always a great idea to invest in these uh, great high growth stocks, maybe like a Microsoft or an Apple, um, stuff of that nature, but. I, in my opinion, I was like, where's the fun in that? I mean, everyone knows that those companies are great. Everyone knows those stocks are good long-term holds. Mm -hmm. But I was a bit more interested in small cap companies, companies that maybe had a lot to prove and had very interesting products and interesting services to you know, deliver to a wider array of consumers. Mm -hmm. And I really started diving into that small cap world and it was during that time where a lot of these small caps absolutely exploded. I mean, it was probably one of the best, uh, biggest run-ups in small cap stocks in a very long time, at least over the past five to 10 years. So during that few month period in 2020, 
around uh, spring and summer of 2020, a lot of these small cap companies were just roaring high. And it really got me interested in a lot of these companies that could be valued very high in five to 10 years. And during that period, I started watching a lot of YouTube videos to get more insights and opinions. And that's when I really started to learn that, hey, if they're talking about small cap companies, then I can definitely do it myself because I'm very interested. I have a lot to say about a lot of these really cool companies that maybe not many people know about. And I think that was a big uh, wake up call to me is I could do it too. And I had a, actually have a video production background. So I've been making uh, videos for clients, for weddings, um, you name it. I've been doing that for about five or seven years. And I've been doing it as long as I could remember actually. But I've been doing video production for a long time. So jumping in on YouTube really wasn't that difficult for me. It was just the, uh, you know, your own self, uh, just overcoming your own self that you could do it. And once I started doing it, it, it felt good. And I like talking about these small cap companies during last fall of uh, 2020. I really started diving into more penny stocks and small cap companies. And a lot of people were really enjoying all that knowledge and all those insights that I had about small cap stocks, a lot of people actually making money. And uh, during that period, I really started to gain a better grasp on how important and how amazing that it was that people could invest in the stock market by investing in these small cap companies. I remember one of the comments I got on one of my channels just really was amazing. I mean, Someone said that they had made uh, maybe like $1,000 or several hundred dollars, and they were saying, thank you for bringing the stock to my attention. I am now able to pay for my semester classes. Wow. So doing that was it's really amazing. I mean, here I am just researching all these small cap companies, and it had a way bigger effect than I could ever think of. And for me, that's one of the biggest reasons why I like doing this is I really just like giving all the information I have, researching on my own. I mean, I do this just, just for fun. So if I can help other people, uh, you know, get a better grasp on penny stocks or get some other ones to their attention, then I think I'm doing something that's absolutely amazing. I can't even comprehend on my own level. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a quite a journey. I mean, there's a lot of interesting things in what you just said. One is your success as an investor, as a YouTube, uh, also as a YouTuber, you almost have more than almost 20,000 followers on, on YouTube. Um, people, as you said, I've been reading your, the comments are very engaged. They love your content. You're also very, which something I want to dig into is that you're very calm about investing. And it's, it's very rare to see for someone who is relatively young in terms of their, your, your, um, I guess tenure in the stock market. You're very you you very you react to the market in a very experienced way. And here's the example. So when you when you and I started having conversation and having your portfolio on the stock card, your portfolio at one day ended in the red. And then I was like, oh my god, hopefully he's it's this is not going to discourage him from like having his portfolio and sharing his knowledge. And then I remember you were I was just watching one of your videos and you were like talking to the camera and saying, listen, guys, this small cap's been underperforming in the past couple of months, which means 
it's time to buy. It's not, we're not even worried about it. Just maybe walk us through your way you look at this small caps and ups and downs in the market, because they, as you know, they, they tend to go up and down much, much maybe faster or more volatile than some of the established companies. So how do you, how do you deal with the volatility that is sort of the nature of a small caps? stocks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there is a lot of volatility in these small cap stocks. There's no question about it. And um, I think one of the things that makes me overcome the sort of doubt and the regret buyer remorse of getting these stocks is I'm holding for the long term. And I know that these companies have good financials, and they have a decent management team in order to take them forward. So as long as they have that, in my opinion, five, 10, even 15 years from now, I do believe that those companies will succeed given everything I know. And if they don't succeed, then that's okay because I have a lot of other companies and stocks in my portfolio and investing in the stock market is risky in itself. So I, I like getting these small cap companies because they have a lot of growth and they have a lot of upside and it's sort of like a hidden gem. Not, not many people know about them. And if they're in an industry that is growing very, very much, like, for example, the uh, renewable energy market, the industry in the United States and in the world is growing exponentially. Mm -hmm. So you got a lot of um, governments and a lot of companies investing a lot in the green energy sector, which will then translate to a lot of these small cap companies getting more contracts, getting more work and overall increasing their revenues. And I think once that happens, is a good sign to uh, hold that stock. And that's what I've been doing over the past year or two is holding these stocks over the ups and downs because if they're in a good industry, they have good financials, they have a good management team, I really do believe that is a good long-term investment for the future. And I love your approach to, to investing. And maybe your definition of, maybe we talk about your definition of penny stocks because you don't necessarily look at for stocks that are just a few cents in terms of the price. You're truly looking at penny stocks as a company that has a smaller market capitalization. So maybe we want to talk about in your universe of research, when you research, um, what is that universe of stocks that you immediately narrow down and focus on? What is that definition of penny stock that you think it's worth looking at? Yeah, so it's something I've been thinking about for a while now. A penny stock is uh, the definition of a penny stock is different in a lot of different investors' eyes. Some people see it as a company that's under $10. Others see it as a company that's under $1. Others see it with a market cap under $1 billion. <clears throat> But the way I see it is uh, it's definitely going to be a company that is under $500 million, so half a billion dollars. And it's going to be a company that is uh, under around $10. Mm -hmm. So that means that there's going to be a lot of growth in that company. Uh, it's going to be pretty stable. Uh, a lot of those penny stocks, if you, if you will, that are fractions of a penny. I don't really like messing with those companies because there can be those are extremely, extremely, extremely volatile. Now, all caps there. I mean, it can be very volatile. And a lot of times those OTC stocks, they're not traded on the NASDAQ. I mean, they don't really have too much financial data out there and they don't really have too many people held accountable for the company. But if you get these small cap companies traded under NASDAQ, they've been around for a decade or more, or even a few years, they have a proven track record, good financials, and they're under 500 million, and they're around one to $10, then it's going to be a great buy. And that means there's going to be a lot of potential, potential growth 
in that company, which would mean pretty big gains for any investor that invested in that stock when it was a penny stock. Nice. Yeah, I love it. I've noticed you were using the stock card as a screener. And in some of these criteria, you mentioned you basically bring that to your research. And then you, you had something specifically about cash. Um, so beyond the size market cap and beyond the, uh, I guess, the actual price and the number of years that the company is around on NASDAQ or New, or New York Stock Exchange, what other criteria are you considering when you are evaluating a penny stock? Is there anything specific of penny stocks that is different from maybe more established companies that you would specifically focus on when you're trying to decide what's, which penny stocks is worth it and which ones like just forget about it? Yeah, so definitely, like you mentioned, cash availability is absolutely huge in these small cap companies. If there were to be a huge crisis, for example, a pandemic or a financial uh, slowdown, a, a sort of a depression, or in this case, a short recession, a small cap company with a lot of cash is probably going to ride the storm pretty well. They're going to have ups and downs, but they're, they're going to be able to uh, sort of uh, emerge better and even uh, come out stronger than they were before that uh, crisis. So cash availability is absolutely huge for a lot of these uh, small cap stocks. That's probably the number one thing I look for. And I also look for, like I said, mentioned before, what industry is that small cap in? If it's in an industry that's kind of stagnant, that hasn't really grown too much, for example, um, anything that's in the metals industry, maybe a steel or a copper uh, it's not going to grow too much, in my opinion, but something that's in the renewable energy sector or in the financial uh, sector uh, is going to grow very high and it's going to have a lot of potential for future growth. And uh, one no another thing I look for uh, very specifically is just looking at what the company's brand is. I mean, that's the number one thing with these small cap companies as well as small organizations as a whole. If they have a very strong brand and the brand is taking their platform forward, then they should emerge uh, higher than all their other competitors. So I have a lot of different stocks that I've talked about and some have really good brands. And that's one of the reasons why I really like talking about those companies and investing in them. Yeah, I love it. So some of the specific ones about penny stocks beyond what everybody else is looking at is cash availability and a strong brand and market which market they operate so those are some of the unique ones you look at when it comes to evaluating a penny stock um i have one more question for you before we jump in into the there is the the sort of which stocks you want to buy now or which that that's sort of a question that everybody's looking for but between this and that exciting question i have one more question about you as an investor um do you ever feel that you're basically missing uh some of the bigger ones like for example in nvidia which is a huge you know, chip maker, or maybe PayPal, which is a huge mm -hmm. tech company. Uh, first of all, do you ever invest in them? And second, if, if you don't, do how do you deal with sort of like fear of missing out um, on these bigger ones that are also still growing, but they're not necessarily as a small? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in my personal portfolio, I do have a number of these bigger uh, stocks in there. A lot of uh, companies that have a lot of they've already have proven growth and success for the long term. So I do invest in those as well. 
but like I said, it's something that everyone already knows about. Um, in my opinion, everyone knows that an NVIDIA is going to succeed or an Apple is going to succeed, a Tesla is going to succeed. So I really like honing in and uh, putting a spotlight on all these small cap companies because I, I think it's more valuable for the viewer, for whoever's watching my content to know something about a company that they didn't know about, to know something new. Um, I think there's a lot of great information out there about all these great investments. And I totally agree with them. It's just, I like to hone in on these specific companies that not many people have even talked about or know about. I love it. Okay. So now it's pretty cool because people can come to your portfolio onto your YouTube channel and where you share your content and pick up ideas that they cannot get anywhere else and sort of like balance off their portfolios of investing in the bigger ones. Um, so that, that's, that's, that's super cool because to be honest, on a stock card sort of portfolio of all the content creators and portfolio publishers on a stock card, we only have maybe one or two who are really focused on penny stocks. And I, that's what I love about it because you could pick some of the bigger ones from somewhere else and then you come and then focus on the penny stocks and pick up some of the interesting ones. I have to say the tickers you look at and you have in your portfolios, I started looking at some of them and I'm like, how come I know? Never knew about this. This sounds like a very good company. Example is that company we uh, I think you were just recently talking about, which is an IoT logistic uh, provider. And I don't have the ticker name, but maybe you'll have the ticker number, ticker to share with us. It's an IoT company in shipping and logistics. Um, had tons of cash, tons of growth, already profitable, but just like a small cap. And I'm like, this is a fantastic company. Everybody should talk about this in stock. And we, we don't have any, a lot of them talk about it. So I really love that, that it can create balance between the bigger companies and the smaller one. I really like Stockcard. I think it's a huge game changer. I really wish I knew about it earlier because it probably would have saved me a lot of time and sort of stress and in, in researching on my own. It really kind of narrows everything down. I love it so much. I mean, I've been on it every other day, just looking at some companies that I didn't know about and it really expedites that uh, research process. Oh, we appreciate you. I mean, we, we're growing together and you know, it's like the first of many, many years of success. So we're good that we found you right now. All right, so now let's get to the questions, the two questions that everybody is waiting for. Tell us what is one, I guess, penny stocks that you just recently invested in and why? We have a lot of different penny stocks to talk about and to research, but one of my penny stocks that has been my favorite one for the past year or so is a company called Live by Live. They're a small cap company out of California. They've been around for about a little over 10 years. They they deal with the digital uh, media aspect of the industry. They have a very fast growing um, digital ticket sales uh, platform. So for example, if you wanna see a concert, but maybe you don't wanna attend the concert in person, uh, you can then buy the ticket virtually and you'll be able to uh, be right there in the front of the of, of the row uh, in the comfort of your own home and not to mention the company also has a fast-growing podcast segment that's something that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about is podcasts are growing very fast over the past 10 years I think they've grown uh, you know a little, uh, over 10 percent every year and there's constant 
more, uh, there's a bigger demand for podcasts every year. They also have that segment. They also have a music streaming section. That's something similar to Pandora music that was really popular about eight years or eight years ago. It's still pretty popular now, but live by live has also grown that segment uh, that, that sort of music streaming where you can get a subscription and then you can uh, listen to all the music you want to. And that's also helped the company grow. They're a subscription. They're a subscription based company which means that they have a, a very nice profits and they've been constantly growing their subscribers for the past few years now. I believe they're well over 1 million. When I first started researching them, they were about uh, 600,000 subscribers. They're well over that now, past 1 million. People can get a subscription that's $5 a, a month, I believe, or about uh, $40 a year, something, something along those lines. But that company, in my opinion, Live by Live, is a very good company. It's also translated to revenues growing every single year. They have a decent amount of cash. They have a pretty smart management team that's worked with a lot of different other successful companies. And I think it's one that's pretty undervalued right now. It's a little under $5. I do think that's a good 10 or 15 year long investment. Wow. I've never heard of them, but sounds like amazing. And I was thinking... Yeah, with this whole pandemic, a lot of people got, got used to now doing things in the house and not even getting out of the house and having like streaming concerts from the comfort of your home sounds like the future to go. It's interesting because my husband and I were talking, we used to be really uh, movie theater goers, like we would go every week. And when we were students and we were doing our master's degrees, we would go every single week. And then it kind of continued as a tradition when we got married. And well, obviously pandemic came and we stopped going. And then now you could go back to the movie theaters. And we were just talking about, we don't really want to go to movie theaters <laughs> anymore because we can get it in our own house and you can now stream it. So it is Although the pandemic is sort of over and it's not fully over, but it's sort of a lot better and a lot more open out there. You could get out, but it's just the behavior change that has created that has created for all of us this pandemic. And then that kind of translates in higher demand for live by life. What is the ticker symbol for live by life? Yeah, so it's L-I-V-X. 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 Perfect. So yeah, like, like you mentioned, a trend of everyone wanting to stay home. I think that's something that's going to continue in the future, especially for younger generations. It's something that's going to be more convenient, easier to do. And Live by Live is actually one of the largest distributors of online concerts. So there's so much room to grow in, in that specific industry. Yeah. So if, if people missed investing in Live Nation, which is sort of another competitor, but like a big, bigger one or own ticket master, I believe. So now Live by Live is, is a good one to get into that, that space if you missed the Live Nation sort of run up. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I love that. I'm going to add it to my watch list and have a look at it. Um, now let's like turn and flip it uh, on the other side. The question, uh, what is one stock you looked at recently and you do not want to touch it by 10 foot pole? Yeah. So um, very interesting question. I mean, at, on the other hand, uh, you can't fully say that a stock is bad because no one knows what the stock market is going to do. It's so unpredictable. And there's so many ups and downs. And at the end of the day, none of us have a crystal ball to see how high those stock prices will go or how low they'll go. 
But um, I guess one company that I've taken a look at over the past few months that's got that's garnered a lot of attention. It's not a penny stock, but it's an extremely, uh, in my opinion, overvalued stock. Could be Zoom, which is interesting because of the pandemic trend and everyone using Zoom. This calls being done on Zoom. I just I'm not totally sure about Zoom, considering that there's a lot of different um, competitors in the field. Google has a very state-of-the-art um, web platform, as well as Microsoft with Skype. So I think there's going to be a lot of competition in Zoom. And I don't know if the stock price is going to do anything too too crazy over the next few years. Um, so at a, I think it was around $300. And I think it's a little too expensive right now. But I mean, if you're investing 10 or 15 years from now, Zoom could be a decent choice. But right now at this moment, I'm going to stay away from Zoom, at least for the next year or two. Wow, that makes sense. So in all honesty, I own some Zoom stocks. <laughs> That's just because I believe in investing in things that I use. And just like mm -hmm. you said, I'm recording this thing and we do, we do tons of business on, on Zoom. But I totally hear your point. You're saying the company could be a good company. The the behavior could be a good behavior and it's sort of continued, but how hyped it is and whether the price makes sense and whether there's the opportunity to buy the stock at a better price at some point in the future when, when the, all this like hype and everything shakes out, um, that's, that's, that's good. And also when you can find, we can buy live by live, which has so much more potential, perhaps to get like 10x and 20x or in, even bigger than that, why would you want to invest in Zoom, which has already kind of had its own run up? Yeah, I love it. All right. So we have about five minutes left from this conversation. I want to just turn this to you and tell us and tell everybody what is your plan for your portfolio on a stock card and where can people follow you to to hear more about your awesome content? Yeah. So my plan for my stock card portfolios continue finding these hidden gem penny stocks, all these small cap companies that not many people know about adding those to my portfolio, and hopefully they'll grow to an evaluation that I'm comfortable with five or 10 years from now. So that's really my goal is five to 10 years from now. I would like to see that stock 2X or even 5X, in some cases 10X, considering all the great uh, positives with those companies and the ones that I'm following and adding to that portfolio. And then um, I have a lot of different videos and I talk about a bunch of different stuff on my YouTube channel, Finance Turned Easy. Um, it's going to be the first thing that pops up if you type that. So I make content every week. I try to do my best making original content, different stocks. I like to talk about a bunch of different stocks. I even talk about certain trends that are happening. Maybe it could be a very popular stock. And then I'll talk about some other undervalued stocks or hidden gems and the small cap space. Perfect. Well, we'll make sure we put a link to your YouTube channel. Obviously, your YouTube channel's link is also available on your portfolio on the stock card so people can follow you and find you. And uh, I'm personally one of the ones who watches your video every week and take a look and take a note because you do great original content and great research. And uh, we're so glad to have you a part of this community. Thank you so much, Leo, for putting this time aside and uh, sort of talking to the fellow stock guardians. All right. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me.